Welcome to The Storytellers, the radio show and podcast that features those who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. I'm your host, Grace Salmon. I look forward to our time together today. Now, let's meet our storyteller. Welcome to episode 101 of The Storytellers. I am so excited to have Mary Beth Massett with me today. She is a producer, an actress. She's a woman of great great clarity, which you will understand in just a few moments. She has worked for over 20 years in so many aspects of the film industry and television. She has been um, on the actor side with uh, Matthew McConaughey, Social Network, Gold um, on the television side, Star Trek, NCIS, LA, uh, NCIS, LA, and Ray Donovan, one of my favorite series. And right now, she is starring in and producing a show that is streaming on both Apple TV and Amazon Clarity. Welcome to the Storyteller's Microphone, Mary Beth. Hi, Grace. I am so happy to be here and so happy to see you. And thank you for the opportunity to talk story with you because um, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about the show and everything. And I really admire your work. Oh, you're really kind. I'm so excited to have met you through our mutual friend, Claire Fullerton, brilliant novelist. So I want to do a great shout out to anyone who likes um, Southern Gothic, brilliant writing, uh, Claire Fullerton, who was also lovely enough to put the two of us in, together in the same Zoom room. That's so. right. Claire is a doll. She's so incredibly talented. I uh, absolutely love the characters she, she creates and she's just a good human. She's just, a, she's a soulful woman. I we just need love her. We need good women and good soulful people around us. So tell us about Clarity, which I thoroughly enjoyed every minute. Oh, thank you, Grace. Um, well, let's see where to begin. Um, Clarity sort of was born out of um, the 2016 presidential election and my, my need to sort of uh, reckon with everything that we were going through as a, as a culture, as a woman. Um, as uh, as a mother, as, as just a, a person that lives in this country, I guess. Um, and I, it, I was just kind of, as I think we all were very surprised. And as I took a deep dive into, you know, uh, why we were where we are and, um, and also in so much caring about where we are as a culture, I just, uh, you know, the blinders sort of came off and I, did a, a dive into um, sort of, I guess, the media and, and, and the messages that we were being sent and told. And, and I had to really look at um, and what, what that was doing to us. And so just really quickly, I, it was a couple of weeks after the election and I was really excited to breaking the glass ceiling. I'll just say that now. Um, however, I have, friends from all over the political spectrum. I, um, I live in Malibu and um, I have these, this gorgeous group of friends. And anyway, I, I had a trunk full of protest signs uh -huh. in my car. And I was, you know, I was downtown LA at the Women's March. I was, I was at LAX for, you know, the, the, the travel ban. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had that group of friends and we would meet and like, and then, and then I was going to lunch with, the, with my lady friends in Malibu. And um, 
I was so excited to be able to just like download what had happened because I had my experience. I wanted to hear what was going on with them and got to, um, you know, this gorgeous group of ladies around the table and the conversation very quickly turned to politics. And I was like, and the table was silent. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, wow. Okay, I didn't know this about you beauties, my sweeties, uh, that they were, they had voted the other way. And it just made me so curious. Uh, I wanted to understand them. I wanted to, I wanted to, I have family members that, I mean, you know, that Thanksgiving was, was a little, a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> awkward. Let's just be honest. And so because I just had this, um, this love for, my friends and, and, and my family and, and wanting to, to be a good citizen, I, I felt like I needed to find a way to express myself and my confusion and sort of get back to laughing because I feel like laughter is this thing that, that just breaks the glass and makes us talk about um, things that are uncomfortable to talk about. And um and so I thought, you know, how could I, how could I do this, but to uh, satirize um, both sides. Yes. And that was, that was my mission because I felt like I didn't understand a whole lot of what was, was happening on the other side. I understood my position and all, of, but I didn't really get the other side. And so I, I was like, I don't know what this is going to turn into, but I, I I started interviewing people that I I wouldn't normally talk to, and I started watching shows that I don't normally watch, and I was so blown away uh, when I went that well, I guess what just really hit me was that you know our side was accusing their side of the exact same thing that they were accusing us of, and like my my head exploded, <laughs> and I was like. Sorry, Grace, go ahead. No, no. So let's give our listeners, though, some context. Clarity is a, <clears throat> I believe, six episode, first season, second season coming up. Yeah. Um, satir so satirical sad. work where the main character, who is beautifully portrayed by you, named Claire. Um, Her name is Claire Vingard. Yes, I love that. I want to talk about her last name in just a moment. But the idea that she is a ultra conservative woman, um, very pro, I'm going to say for you, the other side from where you are politically. Yeah. And she is trying to get elected to political office in Malibu. Right. Uh, and so very much that grew out of your, um, your own politics but also your experience with your women friends who you didn't know that part of their experience. No. And I, I, my eyes sort of opened up and um, uh, you know, Claire Vanguard is she's, she's married to uh, her husband of 25 years, both conservative and the top of the show. Uh, we, we learned that Chester played by brilliantly by Tom Jenkins. I have the best cast. I, I, I could talk about this forever. I have Tom Jenkins who plays Chester, Chester, my husband. And anyway, he and, and I have Linda Pearl, who plays my mentor, Suzanne Mercer. 
and I have Joan Sweeney and I have uh, who plays Deborah, my the sort of nemesis character who steals my husband away. She's a she's a, a hippie cashier, progressive activist okay. and, um, and and also an heiress. You know, Malibu is very eclectic and Alexandra Gray. I just, I get chills even thinking about. Um, so Ch so it, it, just in a real nutshell, uh, Claire um, has to reinvent herself when her husband leaves her for this progressive activist that he is, he's opening up, he's, 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 he's meeting new people. And so he leaves her for this progressive activist. And so to remain relevant, Claire has to do something and she decides to enter politics to remain relevant. And so that's that's the the basis of this. And um, she teams up with uh, Suzanne Mercer, played uh, like this character that uh, Linda Pearl came up with, just blows my mind. She is so amazing. She's such a good, an incredible actress, and um, she's so incredible to 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 work with. Just what she brings, you know, it's just so much fun. And um, she she plays uh, Suzanne Mercer, who is the most influential Republican operative on the West Coast. She basically is a kingmaker, got Donald Trump elected mm -hmm. and everything like that. So Claire figures if she can get Suzanne's endorsement that she has a chance at, at, this, at this run for what she thought was going to be, um, you know, the mayor of Malibu now, now turns and Suzanne has bigger uh, plans for, for Claire and wants her to yeah. run for state Senate. It, it's such a, delightful script with some really important, I think, um, undertoads of um, sisterhood and the importance of honesty. Uh, those two particularly came through at the end of, I think it is episode six, where uh, now having chatted with you, the women are all sitting around the table. And for me, especially as I age, the power of women uh, to help us reinvent ourselves. Would you talk a bit about that? Yes. I mean, it, it's, it's basically a, a shout out to my, my female pa pals who I sat down at that table with and, and, and learned that we, as much as we loved each other, we, obviously we didn't talk politics very much because it didn't matter. You know, we talked about family. We talked about our husbands and our kids and our dreams and, and those were the things that were important to us, like how how we were doing in here. And so Claire Claire also has a group of, of friends that she she leans on. And oh my God, I mean, without our girlfriends, right? I the older I get, the more I realize that um, at the end of the day, those are those are the the gals that I'm 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 gonna be with, you know, there's the sisterhood, Absolutely. the sisterhood. And I and I I learned that also from my mother who who passed actually earlier this year, God bless her. She was actually um, in one of the episodes, Mary oh. Lou. I'm wearing her necklaces. Oh, so nice. She just taught me so much about, about um, friendship. She has this group of uh, friends that she, um, this little community that she lived with. And I watched her, you know, later in life, just, it was all about her friends. Everything oh. she did was with her friends, you know, and, and that's, you know, that's the, that's power. It's the female sisterhood. Yeah. It's such a rich um, piece that I think as we age, we cherish more and more. Uh, let's talk about satire because I was very curious about how in today's um, 
I'm going to use the word sometimes overly sensitive, but maybe just appropriately sensitiveness to everything, how we say things, how, what we should say, what we shouldn't say, who are we offending when, where, and how. Um, and I do believe a lot of that is very appropriate and important. But satire takes that in the face in a whole new way. How did you choose? It's not just comedy. How do you put that, the message and the satire, and still be so delightfully effective together? Huh. Well, thank you. Um, you know, you know, when you talk about overly sensitized, um, I think it, I think it's it's more about. Um, uh, just saying the thing that 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 we think, you know, and and not being and not being afraid, um, and and it's on it's on it's it can it, you know it's it's across the spectrum. I think that um, in the same way that um, Norman Lear did it. Back yes, we had this conversation, my husband and I, before coming on air. My hero, Norman Lear. You know, I watched that kid as uh, that I watched that uh, that show as a kid, and I just thought, what a doofus! You know, I just I he I was like, he's saying all the wrong things, and I'm laughing. And of course, we know that he's naive, and and he's a but he loves his family, and they're just trying to love him, and he just won't he just, and he just keeps getting himself in deeper and deeper in water. So I feel like if you if your character can suffer enough they can say a, a lot of stuff that might not be PC. So, um, I, and you know, you have to kind of like be willing to take the gloves off and just bear your, bear your soul in a way and not, and just kind of go, I hope people, you know, but, but at the same time, you have to, you have to be courageous. You have to be courageous because that's the whole point. The whole point is, things are absurd. And we all know what the truth is. The, the truth is we're all the same. And we, all we are is, is love. And we just, our perspectives are all different. We, it's, it's the messages that we get. It's, it's, it's how, it's how we, we send those messages, how we grow up and but, but we all know what the truth is. We all know that there's this, that we are equal, that we are human, all human, no matter what color you are, no matter where you come from, we're, 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 we're part of the same species. And well, so I, lo I love, and you were talking about um, Archie Bunker. I, you had to be talking about Archie Bunker, right? And um, that incredible whole, and the things that grew out from that. But as um, my husband who watched Clarity with me, um, we were talking about how does she get away with that? Right. So I, I was really looking forward to your response. And um, have you had any backlash? Or how how has clarity met with commentary, if you will? Um, so I, I I kind of like to think of the character of Claire Van Gard as like the love child of Archie Bunker and Lucy. Oh, I love it. You know, because I think there's something about, especially when she gets around Suzanne, she's got sh really sharp elbows. She's a racist, but she loves her family. And I think you can forgive her. I think you can forgive a lot of the things that she says um, because she does have that sort of like innocence about her at times. And um, and you see that she does love her family. Um, 
so have I had backlash? Um, I, it's been really interesting to watch the comments. I had, I've had people say, wow, a racist that's actually funny. Um, uh, other people, I, I've, I've, I've really, I've been really blessed with a lot of great response. I think people are, um, you know, they know that it's satire. Yeah. And um, they, they, they understand that, um, that it's just, it's just, so maybe we could laugh our way back towards each other. You know, I think that um, you have to be, you have to be willing to be, to be a fool. You have to, when you, when you're, when you, when you're doing your, your art, you have to be willing to be a fool. You have to be willing to be taken the wrong way. And I, I feel like, um, I feel like if your heart's in the right place, and um, and you have something to say, you gotta you gotta take that chance in the same way that Norman Lear did. I mean, I I, I was I rewatched a, a, a many of the episodes of All in the Family, and my God, how, compared to All in the Family, Clarity's it's got, it's not it's pretty tame in a lot of ways. I mean, we as a culture, and what is this all about? Talking about being oversensitive now. They went to the to the heart of so many issues in that show. They I couldn't were, agree with you more. I, I, I'm so glad we're having this discussion. Yeah. Absolutely. They were completely unafraid. And it made me realize like how, how much, you know, we're walking on eggshells now all over the place. And, and maybe if there's a way to like, you know, you know, stomp on those, we can, we can begin to have, we can just find our way back to some place that's like in the middle you know, because I feel like the the middle is kind of like fallen away in a lot of ways. Um, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. No, it, it's it's absolutely, you know, and, and it's not a yes or a no. It's, yeah. it's that uh, I think satire is a unique um, genre and you, you handle it really beautifully. And I went exactly back to um, Archie Bunker and Sanford and Son and, you yeah. know, all those yeah. different all yeah. of all of that so amazingly we are almost at a time where we have to finish but i want to continue uh along the lines how does a show like this even happen you have the idea well i have the idea and um i'm also married to an incredible writer screenwriter and he um is it turns out extremely funny <laughs> And so how, how does it happen? Um, I, I get lucky with, you know, getting to collaborate with my husband on the show. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, you know, I would I would get the, the episodes up on its feet and then my husband would come in with notes. And it, what a joy to work with with him. He's just an incredible, not only human, but um, executive producer and writer. And so, you know, without him, without my family, without the kindness of of my friends, this show doesn't happen. Um, I'm I'm hoping to uh, expand my my family with in season two and and make the show a little bigger. Uh, where we've got we're planning on on eight, eight episode half hour season, so the episodes are 22 minutes, and and looking for a bigger sort of platform to so that more people can find the show and everything. It's streaming on Amazon and Apple TV now. You have to pay a little money. Uh, it's like a dollar ninety nine an episode, but um, this was made independently and with with just the 
love and kindness of my friends and and family and and and, pro- and produced and distributed independently too. So I just uh, I, if you got something to say, there's a way to say it, you know. And and what's come out of it is just uh, a lot. Uh, I have the the second season is just hilarious. It's her Senate run uh, to the to, for the state Senate, and I'll, I'll, I've got my my incredible cast back, and I'm going to have a couple of um, celebrities joining us, which is is going to be really really exciting, and um, and I'm just so excited to make something again. You know, we've we've uh, we've had a little bit of a hi- hiatus with everything, and and I'm just I feel super blessed to be on this journey again. <laughs> Well, and and audiences will be blessed to enjoy your journey. When when do you think we might be able to see season two of Clarity? Oh, thank you, Grace. Well, um, hopefully, we'll uh, in twenty earlier in twenty four we'll be in production, and so it'll it'll just depend on on that. Maybe hopefully late in twenty four. Maybe it's all just going to depend on the way things um, unfold and everything. But. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about it and, and more will be revealed as, as we continue on the road, the, the path will be illuminated. <laughs> and, and I love, I'm going to have to close with um, the fact that you named your character Claire Vanguard, which means leading and her Vanguard means leading the way in new developments. I just, loved that that was the last name you chose for her because truly you are leading the way in new developments. And I thank you for that. Grace, thank you so much. I I, I so appreciate the time with you today. It's just been a pleasure. Well, I hope you come back in 2024 so we can talk and, and we'll have another race then. And oh my goodness, we'll have a whole nother... <laughs> Oh, my. There'll be so much to talk about, oh, yeah. Mary Beth. Um, thank you for joining me today at the Storyteller's Microphone. Thank you so much, Grace. This has been a copyrighted episode of The Storytellers by Grace Salmon and Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. That concludes this episode of The Storytellers. I'm so glad you could be part of the story today. I hope you share the stories, tell your own, and come back for another episode. Because when our stories are told, everything changes. I'm Grace Salmon.